0: Hey health source. this is Dr. Brady Schuyler. A few weeks ago I was on a call with a few of our doctors and they were asking what some of the other doctors are doing, what are some of the best practices, what are some of the things that they have done in the past to make them successful and they wanted another avenue to try to hear from and learn from our other doctors to learn those best practices so hopefully they can implement some of them and and learn from some of the other resources that we have in our system. It's one of the beauties of health sources that we have so many doctors in so many different markets and, and different levels of, of, of experience and success and practice. So they suggested that we put together a podcast and, and interview a doctor each week and talk about what are some of the things that they do or, or have done to become successful or to get where they're at or marketing practices, best tips and tricks, things like that. So This one we started with Dr. Jason Rabinowitz. He's got a few clinics in in Florida, and uh, so please take some time and and listen to this, and if you're interested in doing one of these uh, podcasts down the road, if you want to be on it or nominate somebody else that would like to be on it, uh, please shoot me an email, contact information, and we will try to uh, set that up for a future episode. So enjoy.
1: Okay, HealthSource, this is our first call with uh, Dr. Jason Rabinowitz. Um, he's a couple of offices down in, in uh, the panhandle of Florida. So um, Jason, if you would like to start with uh, just giving us a little bit of background of, uh, you know, how did you get into HealthSource? How did you start chiropractic? Whatever you'd like to share with our, uh, with our docs. Yeah, uh, so I'll
2: say start with chiropractic first. Uh, my dad was a chiropractor, so I grew up with that. You know, that model and that mindset, that way of life, you know. So I obviously had that going for me. But I got to see a lot of really cool stuff around his office, you know, like the miracle stories and that kind of stuff. I watched it happen, you know. I didn't really experience it myself because we stayed adjusted and we never really had problems, you know what I mean? So, but that was a, that's a, you know, testament to itself as well. Um, I was always determined not to do what my dad did. <laughs> So I was, I was like focused on doing anything but that, become a chiropractor, you know, and I went to college, I was going to be an engineer and this and that, and then, you know, long story short, you know, I came to a realization that that's what I wanted to do, you know, that, that's, that, that's what I knew. So I uh, went to chiropractic school, became a chiropractor, and it's been awesome, never looked back, you know, love it, every day of it. So yeah, that's a little background, uh, health source. I was becoming really overwhelmed around like 2011, 2012. And that was about the time that they were coming out with the EHR requirements and all of that. So we knew we were having to look into a new system from that angle. Um, and I also knew that, like, I couldn't keep up what I was doing. I mean, I was, I, I would get two, three hours of sleep at night sometimes, right? You know, uh, staying up, working till two, three in the morning. And uh, so I knew I needed help. And then, you know, kind of looked around a lot of different possibilities, but HealthSource seemed to offer that perfect match of a really great program, moving into a great EHR system, great management, you know, the systems, the marketing, all that stuff together, so mm-hmm. made the choice, you know, bit, bit off the apple, and here
1: I am still, you know, eight years later. Well, did you start with one clinic, or did you start with two clinics? How did that work? Because you just opened up yep. your third one just a few uh, a few months back, so... Yep. so uh 07 was
2: when i opened
1: my first clinic with a partner
2: right and then we purchased the second clinic in 2009 so we were i was trying really we i was trying to manage those two clinics uh, without any extra help you know what i mean and so that's when it was like how, how do we do this how can i do this better and uh so of course then that's when we, we found health source and okay. uh then we always had an idea. These two clinics were kind of more on the outskirts of the town and I always kind of had this thought of, it'd be great to be able to triangulate the area, you know what I mean? And so the opportunity finally came. I, I always had that in the back of my mind. Never really had the opportunity open up to, to, you know, make it a realistic, you know, idea. And then over the past couple of years, it started, little things started turning that way. Little dolls started clicking where it's like, okay, this we might actually be able to make this happen, you know, so... Yeah, around last year, bought the building, had a lot of delays, a lot of extra costs, but by September in
1: 2019, opened the third clinic, and, and here we are, rolling. So it's it's quite a jump just to go from one clinic to two clinics. And you had already had the two clinics, but, you know, just to, and this might be a little bit different of a question for you, but some doctors come in aspiring to want to be a multiple clinic owner. Um, What was it or what what are some a couple of key things that you learned to help you, you know, get at least one office stable, get two offices going and giving you that um, that idea that a third one was even possible because some doctors have even tried to open up a second one you know, failed. Maybe they've struggled in it. They, they, you know, they end up running two offices themselves independently and not having a, a, an associate run it. So what are, what's something that you have learned that has really helped you um, manage that well? So
2: you hit the nail on the head with that one concept in particular, like you, I couldn't imagine trying to go solo having two practices. There'd be no reason to do that. You split your focus, your concentration. I think you'd end up, you give both clinics half the energy, right? So to be able to go from one to two, you've got to think with a different mindset, like a CEO mindset as opposed to I'm the practicing doctor mindset. You know what I mean? Uh, So first I'll say this, one and three are much easier than two. So, so, for me, anyway, like going from one to two and then managing two, you know that was probably you've got the workload you know the additional workload, but the additional income doesn't really match the the other you know investments that you have to make as well as if you can run one clinic very efficiently or run three of them, and then you can really have some cost savings with shared marketing and you know your billing department and all that so so you know. If, you, if you've got that plan, just be prepared for that, that stage, you know, I would say that. But um, when you're looking at trying to jump from one to two or two to three, focus on your one clinic, bring your associate in first, get them established in that clinic, move to the next one and bring that associate in and train up from there. You know, I wouldn't try to train an associate and just shoot them right off to another clinic. And be on their own, and I definitely wouldn't try to do it. You, if you're trying to do it where you're going to manage to split your time between the two of them, I would suggest you're not ready yet. You know, focus yeah. on getting that first clinic extremely efficient. There's there's more room to grow there.
1: That's what we've seen for those doctors that have made the jump too quickly. Is they they don't have a, a, a uh, an associate doctor that has actually been tested and proven and have uh, shown the capacity to run a practice on their own, and then they try to put them into a second location. So. Um, it is uh, ideal to make sure that they're capable of doing it in your primary location before you do that that's awesome um, so uh, another question for you is uh, tell me something unique or different about you like what what is your unique uh, selling proposition if you're use it in sales terms what do you say that you do great that sets you apart from other uh, clinics or other doctors in your community how do you guys promote yourselves? What are some things that you just, you know, can feel confident when you're going out into your community and saying, we do this great?
2: Uh, and that's a very, uh, I can give you a broad answer. Uh, <laughs> so number one, I'd say this, like, I've learned this, especially with, with having multiple clinics and opening the third in particular, it's kind of like, you, you know, you, there's always something to learn, right? <laughs> when you think you might know close to all of it, I promise you don't. So uh, one tip was kind of putting the cart before the horse on your marketing and advertising, you know, like get your systems down, focus internally, train, 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 you know, and train your trainers to train. Uh, I had a conversation today with my operations manager. It was like, you know, she can be guilty of, well, it's easier for me to just do it and faster to do it than train these other people. But then she gets frustrated that she's having to do this extra work. Like, Take the time today to train those people how to do that right so that tomorrow you've got that off your plate, right? And then everybody can work efficiently. So you take that mindset and focus internally. Referrals is, is still most people's biggest source of, of new patients, you know? So work on the systems to offer the best product so that every person that does come in, they're gonna have a great experience. And if you don't start there, you could have a flood of people coming in from outside marketing, but if you can't seal the deal, and it's no good, you know? So number one, I would say, focus internally, advertise yourself internally with that great product. And then number two, I would, we put a good bit of focus on our online presence, right? Like Google, Google pay-per-clicks, focus on organic, Facebook ads, doing reviews, all that kind of stuff. At, there was a point where I put a lot more effort and energy into other outside things like billboards, TV, radio, as opposed to the online presence. And, this is what I learned. I'm driving a lot of people in to chiropractic from, from outside, but if I am not the first or second or third-ranked person, they're clicking on the other guy's advertisements, right? So, yeah, I'm doing everybody else a favor, but not myself. So focus uh, next heavily on that online presence. Once that's solid and established, then work on your additional outside stuff, you know, the, the
1: icing on the cake. How much time do you spend talking about your vision and what you want to create in your community and and in your clinics and leading your doctors that you work with and work for you as part of your team versus how much do you uh, have them, you know, talk about their vision and lead within their clinics? Uh, You know, are are you still pretty active in your leadership role or do you more uh, put them into that position at this point in time? I'm still very active and that's one, you know, we, we do every one of our,
2: uh, We every training is a pod training, right? Every Tuesday, all three clinics come together, if have 10 clinics, all 10 clinics would come together, you know? And so, yeah, I think I'm, I lay down, that's my key role is to lay down that foundation for the vision and the direction and where we want to go. And then I try through the docs and the management team to get them on board with the same type of mindset but their own versions and twists for each individual clinic so that they can help push that through each clinic, you know, and that's always a work in progress, you know, like that balance of my vision overriding theirs, but theirs being in line with what our global vision is and the health source vision. So, you know, it's, it's always a dance, you know, that's what keeps you, yeah. keeps you thinking. <laughs>
1: So, with that being said, what's something that you know that you should be doing, whether as a clinic director, as a health source franchisee as a, as a as a leader in your clinic or community what's something that you know you should be doing that you've been resistant to implement, whether it's a personal block, whether it's just something that's just too big that you you know maybe can't take on right now, you perceive it to be more than it might be, but whatever you've just been resistant? Give me something that you you know. Uh, you should be doing I got one <laughs> so this is it's it's small but it's huge
2: there are probably a lot of other people with the same one and I still haven't done it yet and I've, I've sworn and promised to myself and everyone under the sun that I'm doing it because I'm not afraid of it uh it's uh the half hour to health and that whole concept with also just really getting out of the community you know like it I get out there and go and do but I do feel like I'm you know from doing trainings and running them and and, and whatever, like I I enjoy talking, (laughs) I like teaching, that's a a big passion of mine as well. And so I know if I just got it started, it would be good, you know, it'd be valuable. I could get people's ear and attention and there's never enough time, you know, it just, uh, I need somebody to start it for me (laughs) and just stick me in front of, you know, a room of people and say, talk. Uh,
1: I I love and I really dislike the fact that you brought that one up because you know that that's something that's near and dear to my heart. I I have always uh, enjoyed that that uh, you know time because it brings out the passion. It's reinforcing for you as a doctor um, when you're giving that information to your patients. Uh, but yet it's one of those things that's very difficult for a lot of doctors to finally bite the bullet and do. Um, but when they do, they usually get great results and they're shocked that it does get such great results. But yet, you know, they uh they still have many roadblocks that, you know, keep them from doing it. Um even though I'm not doing it, I can't imagine not doing it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. We we will address this one in a future conversation. Um So give me another thing that doctors in our our system always want to look to other doctors that have seemed to, you know, been mastering it um, is marketing. What is something that you do marketing wise that is really effective for you, whether it's and I know you do a lot of personal injury in yours. So maybe something that's more uh, representative of, of other clinics that, you know, that you've learned, mm-hmm. uh, unique to your clinic, unique to your area, something marketing that you find. You've already mentioned the in, the intern or the, uh, uh, online presence and digital and, and you are great at that because I follow your pages. So I see that you guys are very mm-hmm. consistent with your posts, but maybe something else marketing-wise that you can share. Okay. Uh, well, first I'll say like... Compared to maybe
2: other clinics, we might be more PI heavy, but compared to Florida, we're actually pretty light on it, you know, like, like compared to a lot of the clinics in this area, we're one of the lightest. So we do focus a lot on, like, it's not just that connection, right? Like, that's always yeah. something I'm like, yeah, I'd love to build that more. You know, we, we our focus and drive and marketing is, is more in the, the health and wellness part of it. You know what I mean? Um, okay. I was going to say, cause that's a big one. Uh, we we drive heavily into, it can be anything, I'm sure, but different communities that also have similar and like-minded visions and goals. You know what I mean? And so one big one that we've worked in with or wedged our way into is with the CrossFit community. And, you know, you got to live it, right? So the, I do it. A number of our other doctors do it. And we're in the gyms so and we're, we're just hanging out with them. But conversations get going. You get to know the owners. You do we do trades, right? Like, we do trades with the owners. Hey, I get to join your gym. You come in, and go in the clinic, and then and then it goes from there. You know, we show up at all the events. Uh, we use – this would be the equivalent of a laser, but we use the a piezo wave chocolate therapy that we – that's a big driver. You know, like, we get out to the events and show them that, like, the, everybody who's there. It's something that's different, that's unique about our clinic uh, than anyone else in the area, and so that attracts people they want to check out what we've got. And then they show up to the clinic, it's nicer than they expect. They see that we do rehab, they see, you know, the, the, the standard health source model, which is we get used to it, but that's atypical from what the other chiropractors are doing. You know, we, we have to remember that.
1: No, that's cool. Um, and, and I agree. A lot of people that when they go to the gyms, they, they aren't members, they don't belong to it. They go there and it's like, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? And they don't look at it from the gym standpoint that they're approached by a lot of other chiropractors. So where's the value in it for them? What are you gonna to bring to them that would make them wanna have a partnership or relationship with you that you would endorse? And so, like you said, you know, being a part of their gyms, participating, you know, adding value, sharing your, your, your education um, with people. And then if it's appropriate, bring them back to your clinic, take care of them, you know, get them back in the gym, provide great care, great reviews, they'll go and talk about you, and they will continually, you know, keep referring, but it does take some time to build that, that relationship.
2: Yeah, so that's a good point, point. And, and talking about it from that angle, one really good piece of advice I'd always gotten is if you want to double your practice, double the number of people, you know, period, right, so don't go in trying to sell, and I don't know why I can't get this, and we only got two off of it, just go in to learn to meet the people and you're a mover and shaker you really want to go in and meet the movers and shakers so the the gym owners the attorneys right the ones who own their practices other doctors in the community find ways to connect with them on a personal level and then build that relationship from there and that's i would say we take that process and we apply that to all different professions and, and facets you know
1: cool all right one last uh question is What's something that you do personally for yourselves, whether it's something you do to motivate yourself, whether it's something, you know, for inspiration that you do um, something for personal growth and development, a book you want to share, just give me something, you know, maybe it's right now. Maybe it's something that you had done in the past that really helped you get to where you are mindset wise, something that you're doing to fulfill that, you know, space in your life to keep pushing you mentally. Uh so I mean I read and do things like that and every,
2: I've got a thousand book suggestions and, and everyone does. But honestly the thing and I you know, I go through my waves with that as well and, and other things, but the the number one thing is I've always had a passion for health itself for myself, you know, and you know, I'm always just I'm I'm always wanting to learn more about what, what will make me the healthiest, like with the foods I'm eating and the things I'm doing and the activity and the exercise and all that. So that keeps me motivated. And then if I, if I live and own it, then I just share it. So, I mean, like CrossFit, I work out in the gym. I do it every day. I, I don't let that go. You know, I do my green smoothie every morning. That doesn't stop. You know, I do, I, I practice what I preach and that part just keeps me going. Cause I know it's, it's going to be for my benefit for the long term, but I also know that that gives me fuel to feed my patients, the people I meet and, you know, kind of say it's a passion, so. That's that, uh,
1: really. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, uh, I greatly appreciate that. Um, I try to do that as well. Um, one, because I am passionate about what we do, and I feel like it is important to, you know, live it, but it's also, you know, as a, a role model for my kids and, and family and, and the community. You just want to, if you're, if you're going out there sharing this information, you want to be a beacon of health and, and knowing that, you know, this is what you can, uh, you know, try to teach from experience rather than, you know, do as I say, not as I do type of a thing. So, yeah. All right. Well, so very cool. Um, doc, I want to just appreciate the time that you uh, gave today and, and hopefully there's a few uh, learning tips and tricks and stuff for other doctors to pick up and take along the way. And, um, any parting thoughts you want to share? Well, I'll, so one book in particular, it just hit, hit me and I, you know, this book,
2: we've talked about it, but if you've read it already, then you know. But if you haven't yet, it's simple. Five Dysfunctions of a Team. If you're struggling with, like, that team mentality or anything like that or you've got a new clinic, read that book, share it with your team, train on it. It's it's a game changer. It really is. And there are a lot of other great books, but that's one in particular that kind of really helped me retool our clinics and, and just become much more successful from that point forward, you know?
1: There you go. <laughs> I think that is probably one of the most profound things because one thing that offices can take away is that you're only as strong as your team and you can't get to the level of success that you have had without having extremely valuable and trusted and dependable team members behind you because you can't run multiple clinics if you don't lead a team well. Whether it's a team of one, a team of yourself, a team of, of you know, three people, um, you have to keep pushing and challenging and leading your team because that's the only way to to ever uh, getting to higher levels of success or multiple clinics or you know a, a greater team is to take care of and, and build a, a strong one that you already have. So, hundred percent. Yep. Take your ego out. Very cool. <laughs> All right. All right, Yvette. Well, thanks a lot, Dr. Rabinowitz. I appreciate your time, and uh, we'll talk thanks to you to soon, Dr. Brady. Cool. Sounds good. All right.